All right, everybody, here we go for the news. This will be for the 12th of July, 2021. It's been a weird week. I was really hoping that 2021 would be, you know, start off and we do a lot better than we did in 2020, but apparently we're, we've decided not to do that, at least here in America. I can't speak for the rest of the world. I hope your 2021 is going a lot better than ours. Apparently, if you're a little pissed off and, you know, you're upset with the government, I'd appreciate it if you try not to overtake it and uh, attack the Capitol building. As a veteran, you know, I, I swore an allegiance to uh, fight terrorists, domestic and, you know, foreign and domestic. You know, enemies, foreign and domestic. I forget exactly how it was worded. So I'd appreciate it if you didn't do that. It's, you know, I don't want to get called back up. I'm too old for that shit. That, it's like, look, here's the deal. If you don't like what's going on, okay, I don't care who you are. If you don't like what's going on, you vote. You get more active. You get more active in local politics. You get more active in causes. You 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 vote to change things. You get you get involved with things. That's what you do. That's what we do here. We become more active. You know, we 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 fight for the things we believe in in courtrooms and by voting and and you know things like that we don't sit there and storm the capitol building that's not what we do so basically you have a republican controlled senate and you have a republican governor or president and so you don't like the government but those are the people that you want and then you're pissed off at the election well you know what unfortunately they had like 60 lawsuits and you know the trump people wouldn't show any evidence to the judges so they couldn't do anything about it so if you had evidence show it to the damn judges and let's get past this bullshit all right i mean that's just i know i'm on a rant right now but i'm a little pissed off you know it's been a rough week a lot of ice a lot of snow uh selling accidents this week and then you know we have an attempted coup in the Capitol. I've been to the Capitol many times. I ate lunch in the Capitol building. And I toured the Capitol. That was when I first got in, when I was in the Army. This is 1987. And I went to the Capitol. And, you know, I, was, I just walked around by myself. Just walked around. I love D.C. I love the, I love the whole thing. And I, I was walking around and by myself. It was between uh, basic training and, and AIT. Uh, advanced individual training. And I went to the, I never went to the White House, never went there. But I went to the Capitol, too many people, it was a big long line. Anyway, so I went to the Capitol and I had lunch in the Capitol cafeteria. I'm sure some of those people around me were probably senators. I have no idea at the time. I was pretty naive on who was who and, you know, there's a lot of people in that place. But it's it's a big building. It's It's where, you know, it's one third of our leadership. You know, it's the legislative branch of our government here in the u.s and it's like if you don't like what they're doing vote write letters campaign you can get things done all right i know i'm on a rant so like i said it's been a rough week a lot of ice a lot of snow went to billings montana the last trip and it was just like i don't know and they called me i'm like 300 miles away they're like hey did you forget to punch out on the computer i'm like no i'm like 300 miles away Oh my goodness, you're supposed to be here like 12 hours ago or something. I'm like, well, you know, it's a lot of ice and snow. And to their credit, they're like, hey, don't worry about it. Take your time. Be cool. It's cool. I was like, okay, thank you. Because it was, well, it was a rough week. 
But, you know, that's driving truck. I just expect that. I don't expect a coup, an attempted coup. That I don't expect. But, you know, so anyway, I'm not going to talk about the news. I don't know any of these idiots that, that invaded this place. I do know a few people that endorse it, which I absolutely cannot. And I think they're all batshit crazy. You know, I think it's important to have varying opinions and that, and that not one person has all the answers. But, you know, this just, this coup attempt was just bullshit. So anyway, you know, I usually try to keep politics out of this, but this is over the top. You, you know, bad things happen when good men stay quiet. Uh, exactly what it said, I don't know. But I need to say something because I don't think I'm that great a guy, but... You know, if you don't say something, I don't know. I don't know. I think you guys know what I'm talking about. So those things don't happen here until this week. And then they did. All right, rant over. Let's get on with the news. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. Well, earlier in the week, ah, there's no good news today. Earlier in the week, it looks like over in California, the cra- on the 5th of December, uh crash occurred at 9.15 p.m. That's uh, Pacific Standard Time. Fresno County, California, CHP says that a pickup truck traveling northbound on I-5 crossed over into the southbound lanes and struck a semi-truck head-on. Both vehicles caught on fire after the crash. CHP says the five people inside the pickup were killed, including three children. Hmm. The semi-truck driver suffered minor injuries. The cause of the crash remains under investigation. It isn't very clear whether drugs or alcohol were formed. You know what? It's so sad. You know, just slow down. That's all you gotta do, just slow down. Just slow down. You know, they said he crossed over, so I don't know, maybe blew a tire or something, hard to say, but it just, I hate to see this kind of stuff on a road. It's, it just really sucks. Yeah, I see enough of these accidents. Earlier this week, I saw a bunch on the ice, trucks flipped over, and it just was no fun. You know, I just hate to see it. All right, let's get moving on. All right, it looks like if you get pulled over in Pennsylvania and they do a traffic stop on you, this is cars and trucks. They're going to give you a you know a pamphlet explaining the the COVID rules and how things work. So it says Pennsylvania has COVID nineteen travel restrictions in place, but work related travel is permitted. Authorities say the travel exemptions are as follows: individuals traveling to and from the Commonwealth for work, individuals traveling to and from the Commonwealth for medical reasons, including providing comfort and support to a patient, Military personnel traveling to the Commonwealth by order or directive of a state or federal military authority. Individuals in transit through the Commonwealth to another destination. 
provided that the time spent in the Commonwealth is only the amount of time necessary to complete the transit, make use of travel services such as highway rest stop, or make necessary travel connections. So even though there's travel restrictions, if you're a truck driver, yeah, you can still go through Pennsylvania. It's just that they have some you know, issues. And it says here, state uh, personnel made more than 966,000 traffic-related public contacts in 2019. So if you get pulled over, they're going to give you, you know, they're going to give you this pamphlet. And then the commissioner of Pennsylvania State Police stated that troopers will not proactively stop a vehicle to invest quarantining and test compliance, although enforcement is possible on a case-by-case basis. In other words, it says they can fine you, but it doesn't exactly say what they're finding you for so just keep that in mind when you're going through pennsylvania and be on the lookout all right let's keep moving on uh this is really sad um last week reported we reported here on the chesapeake bay bridge tunnel uh you know that box truck that got blown over the side and hit the water it's a really sad situation but i guess really what it comes down to is is that the coast guard you know they've called off the search and you know this the truck sunk i guess and you know they called off the search but the family's still searching um mr um mesnick's wife nicole said uh i know it's a i know in a sense it's irrelevant but we're going to hold on to what we can and no matter what happens you know we, we hope you can get some closure on this uh we hope the mesnick family can get some closure it's a sad situation and you know just you know, just can, can we get some good news? There's got to be some good news here somewhere, right? Hopefully, uh, you know, we'll get to it. But hopefully, you know, Mr. Misnick, I hope, you know, the Misnick family, I hope you find your loved one. All right, I hope you guys can get some closure. I really do. All right, let's keep moving on. Now, it looks like we're going to get back to the capital thing again. All right, looks like Secretary Elaine Chow, she's married to Mitch McConnell. So I'm not sure what that's going to mean. But anyway, the head of the Department of Transportation, that's Elaine Chow, who's married to Mitch McConnell, head of the Senate, will leave her post as a response, as a, in response to the violence of the U.S. Capitol building on Wednesday. Yeah, I'll get the words out. So here's what she had to say. Uh, Dear Department of Transportation colleagues, yesterday our country experienced a traumatic and entirely avoidable event as supporters of the president stormed the Capitol building following a rally he addressed. As I'm sure is the case with many of you, it was deeply troubled in a way that I simply cannot set aside. I am tremendously proud of the many accomplishments we were able to achieve together for our country, and I will never forget the commitment you have for this department and the United States of America. I am hopeful that many of you will carry forward our vision to improve the lives of Americans through this department and beyond. Today, I'm announcing my resignation as U.S. Secretary of Transportation to take effect on Monday, January 11th. We will help my announcement with we will help my announced successor. Mayor Pete Buttigieg with taking the responsibility of running the wonderful department with all good wishes to each one of you. Sincerely, Elaine. Well, they're all leaving the ship. They're all jumping ship. Uh, she's married to Mitch McConnell, so who knows what's going to happen. A lot of them, Betsy DeVos, a bunch of others have you know, left, but I don't know. You know. They don't do transportation, so that's why well, we're talking about it here. Elaine Chow left. Um, does that mean any changes for us in the, you know, immediately? No, it just puts everything in lockdown. 
the whole government's going to be locked down right now. Nothing's going to happen. No major changes. No nothing. Everybody's resigning. They're jumping off the ship as fast as possible. So we'll see what happens. All right, let's get moving on. Well, more good news. Here we go. Truck driver faces attempted murder charges for Iowa truck stop stabbing. Now, it doesn't say why he did this. Okay, this is at the Iowa... uh, uh, Oh, shit, I can't think of the mile marker. Anyway, it was the Newton uh, Loves, Newton, Iowa. It's like 129 or something like that. Is that it? You know, you know, gosh darn it, I don't remember. It was it's towards the eastern edge of the state. I can't remember what it is. Anyway, a truck driver has been arrested and charged for allegedly stabbing a fellow truck driver at the Iowa. I keep wanting to say Iowa eighty. Anyway, in an Iowa truck stop on Wednesday, it's not the Iowa eighty. It's the the Newton loves. Thirty-year-old Texas-based truck driver Coronado Gonzalez Jr. has been charged with attempted murder and attempted murder of a police officer. Yeah, you're going to go down for a little while. The charges stem from an incident that occurred December 6th at a Love's truck stop located in Newton, Iowa. The Newton Police Department say that they received a call after a stabbing at the truck stop. When the officers arrived on scene, they were told that a male suspect had entered someone else's semi-truck and stabbed the driver inside multiple times before fleeing on foot. It says here, officers located Gonzalez, who met the description of the suspect and attempted to arrest him. The officer said that Gonzalez attacked him and reached for a knife in his pocket during the scuffle that ensued. Another officer used a taser to you know, they're lucky they didn't shot this guy. Another thing, if you've ever been in Newton, Iowa, and, you know, you're looking for somebody, run, you know, escaping on foot, there's nothing there. There's literally nothing there. There's like a gas station across the street. There's a Walmart to the north. That's a good That's a good hike. You got to go to the other side of the interstate. It's a good hike. There's the uh, racetrack right there. I mean, there's literally not much around there. So if you're making a, you know, <laughs> you know, if you're making a run for it and you're on foot, you know, I don't know where you think you're going to go, especially during the winter. You're screwed. So anyway, that's what's going on. Newton, Iowa, of all places. All right, let's get moving on. Well, here's one that's bittersweet. I say bittersweet because one man's, this is CDL Life Stories, one man wrecked rig is another man's huge food donation. Food Bank receives 40,000 pounds of fresh produce after truck gets stuck in ditch. A soup kitchen in Alaska was able to feed uh, fresh produce to families need late last month after the semi-truck hauling and overturned. So basically the truck overturned. They took all this stuff out of the truck and they took it to the local f- uh, food bank, which is Beans Cafe and Children's Lunchbox. And they received thirty to 40,000 pounds of food on Christmas Eve, which I'm sure came in very helpful. After the truck hauling, it crashed into a ditch on its way from Portland. No one was injured in the wreck, but the receiver would no longer accept the food. So Vulcan Towing, who re- who responded to the wreck, decided it could be put to good use by those who truly needed it. But hey, man, better to give it to the food bank than dump the shit out, right? It's better for everybody. So this time of year, fresh produce gets harder and harder uh, for us to get, and so they give it out, all right? 18 people from Vulcan Towing worked from Wednesday evening until Thursday morning to get the chicken, strawberries, spinach, hamburger meat, and and more reloaded onto another truck. And Sider says that they couldn't be more thankful, especially during the hardship brought on by the COVID-19. So there was a bunch of stuff on there, so good deal. At least something good came out of it. Uh, yeah, maybe not the driver wouldn't say that, but yeah, at least the, they found something good for the stuff, so... Better than dumping it out, right? 
All right, let's get moving on. Well, earlier this week, <laughs> it's just insane. Truck driver escorted back to border checkpoint after attempting to flee inspection. They found 126 illegal aliens. Okay. Oh, how stupid can you get? So 126 illegal immigrants were discovered in the back of a semi-truck that attempted to flee inspection in Texas. All right. The incident occurred early morning on January 6th. What is going on at January 6th? Everything's January 6th this week. At the Interstate 35 border checkpoint in Laredo, Texas. According to a report by the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol Service, K-9 alerted officers to the refrigerated semi-truck. During initial inspections, the truck was referred to secondary inspection. Instead of following instructions, the truck driver then exited the checkpoint and proceeded on to northbound I-35, attempting to flee the scene. Well, I don't know where he's going to go because there ain't nothing out there either, just like that idiot that tried to run away in Newton. Unbelievable. Anyway, agents then pursued the rig and pulled the driver over north of the checkpoint before escorting the big rig back to the checkpoint. Upon further inspection, 126 people attempted to enter the U.S. from Mexico, Guatemala, Guatemala, Guatemala. I can't say it for some reason. Honduras, El Salvador, and Ecuador were discovered in the back of the trailer, all without PPE. Wow, without PPE. The people were medically screened, given PPE, and then taken into custody. The truck driver, U.S. citizen, was also placed under arrest. The semi-truck and trailer had been seized, and the incident is still under investigation. Well, I've been to Mexico and Honduras. really didn't enjoy my time down in Honduras, but that's when I was in the Army. I was down there for like six months. It's not a fun place to visit. Not if you're in the Army, anyway. So, you know, human trafficking, man, don't do it. Just don't do it. You know, you're going to lose everything as you move it on. Well, I got two more wrecks to talk about. We're in Knoxville. Was it Knoxville or Nashville? Anyway, a uh, guy getting on the 75 dumped a whole load of Happy Meal boxes all over the highway. I imagine all the people behind him weren't too happy. There's not much more to say about that one. And over in Massachusetts, uh oversized guy hauling beams got hit by a 70-year-old man. And I guess he ran right in the back of the trailer, so they gave the truck driver the ticket. Apparently, they said he didn't have any warning flags on the back of the trailer, so on the back of the beam, this guy ran right underneath it. Uh, wow. I don't know how he couldn't have seen that, but hey, he was 70. So if you've got an oversized load, make sure you get those flags back there. Maybe he had them, and they just got sheared off. I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. So it's just one of those weeks. All right, if you're driving through Chicago, uh, I drive through Chicago all the time. Chicago to start using cameras to ticket drivers going as little as six miles an hour over the speed limit. Yeah, that's a real thing. And they're going to, I guess, they're going to have them around. It's going to be a $35 ticket, and then it's going to go up to $100. So, uh, you know, six miles, up to 11 miles an hour, you know, 10 miles or less, $35. 11 miles per hour faster, it'll be a, you'll see a $100 ticket. Uh, after March 4th, First, drivers who have never before received a ticket enforcement violation will receive a single warning letter before the city begins to mail. So you'll get a warning first. All right. Now, it doesn't say if it's going to be like on the 294, 94 or the Skyway or anything like that. It just, you know, it just says that they're going to start giving out these tickets. And, you know, but I don't, you know, I don't know. They did this once in 2013. It was a, you know, I don't know, it really was kind of a bust. But, you know, usually when they do these things, these tr ticket companies come in, 
they make a deal with the cities and they say, look, you know, we'll do this thing, we'll police it, we'll mail it, we'll do this all in your name, and then we get a percentage. And that's probably what they're doing here. It's not the city and the cops doing it. It's some private company doing it. So it's a whole scam. The thing's a huge scam. You know, it's just one more tax. It's just a bunch of bullshit. All right, let's get moving on. All right, this one's kind of interesting and different. Over in North Dakota, they have a road trip uh, pilot program that's been approved, sparking concerns over already crumbling roadways. Well, there's a lot of ice out there, but... So here's what it is. Uh, the program was endorsed by the House Transportation Committee and urges Congress to amend length and weight restrictions on North Dakota's Interstate 94 and Interstate 29 as the extra-long semi-trucks will exceed federal length and width limits, reported the Telegraph newspaper. North Dakota's road trains are expected to be three trailers, about 200 feet long, and 360,000 pounds. Yeah, you heard me. 360,000-pound trucks. They will also be prohibited from transporting hazardous materials. So they can't do hazmat. Uh it says here, the reality is we need to be able to move more freight with less people. You know, they're not going to pay the drivers anymore. So it's just the way it is. But, wow, 300, you know, 200 feet long and 360,000 pounds. Yeah, but, you know, you're in the middle of nowhere. So, I mean, it's, I can see why they would want to do this. But I just don't know if I would want to do it. And maybe you would. Uh, where do you live? Fargo? It's not very exciting up there, so. And the winters would be a bitch. I bet you they can't haul them during the winter. Just like triples everywhere else, you got to drop the third box. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. All right. Colorado put out a little thing saying, you know, hey, don't park in the, you know, blocking runaway truck ramps. You know, they don't get used very often, but when they do get used, they are needed. And over on the I-70 this week, going westbound right after the Eisenhower Tunnel, the driver left the tunnel, and it looks like it's possibly the first one. He hit it, and he made it almost all the way to the top, so he, was, he gained some speed. So you can lose your brakes. I lost my brakes once, but I lost them over there in, um, oh, shit, it was Wyoming. I can't remember them. The, it was a Lowe's truck stop in Wyoming. I can't think of the name of the place. But anyway, I lost the brakes going down that ramp, and I was going slow enough to where I could, you know, I could make the turn and start going up a little hill, and I made it into the truck stop. Wham Center. That was it, Wham Center. I lost the brakes going into Wham Center, and there was a guy coming the other way out of the truck stop, and he was far enough away. He was close enough to be startled when I made my turn at the end of the ramp, but far enough away to where I could do it. I'm sure he was pretty pissed that I what I did. He didn't know why I did what I did. I certainly didn't have time to tell him. So anyway, if you're gonna, you know, don't just don't block the the runaway truck ramps. Okay, it's kind of important. Uh, I think it was last year in California. People were, you know, on the Cajon Pass, the five or the fifteen. People were out there sledding down the the runaway truck ramps. Troopers had to chase them out. It was one of the dumbest things I've ever heard of. So just don't do that. It's okay. Let's get moving on. All right, we got a recall. This one's a big one, okay? This is a biggie. It's, it's only 17,000 Navistar trucks. Okay, being recalled because an engine may rev and overcome the parking brake. Yeah, that's a big deal. Now, the recall affects certain 2019-2021 international MV, M MV that's a... Uh, uh, Michael Victor, 2020 to 2021 International HV, 2014 to 2020 International Durastar, 
in 2015 to 2018 International Workstar vehicles. A total of 17,213 trucks are impacted by the recall. All right, so if you got one of these, call the you know the dealer and have a talk with them and you know get this thing straightened out because you go to bed to leave your truck idling, you know you don't want to find out that your truck got like run off, you know all this nonsense. So something to think about. You get that fixed. All right, recall, recall. Oh, this is classic. <laughs> this is the Daily Mail reports that. Uh, this is over in the UK. Lost truck drivers are clogging up small villages in Kent because they are being given the wrong postcode for the new Brexit lorry park. So they're sending them through this small town, you know, none of these off roads, and these guys are getting stuck, and it's just a mess. And the reason why? Because they put them on the, they give them the wrong address. They give them the wrong address. Is that the craziest thing? They give them the wrong address, and so they went down the wrong way. Oh, it's so stupid. So, it, you know, I guess this stuff happens everywhere. Uh, and they get the, you know, over there in the UK, these trucks, they still got like these cab over things. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. I've never driven one, but it looks like a cab over. So they can maneuver pretty tight, but they're having, to, you know, they're sending these people into some really crazy places. So if you're over in Kent, you know, check your directions before you go anywhere, okay? This is, uh, <laughs> it's just crazy and it sucks getting wrong directions well here's another disaster this one's another UK story so over in the UK this guy somewhere in Warrington I'm not sure where that is so don't I don't know where it is this guy is from Northern Ireland so he's driving a truck you know and he gets tested and he goes through the test I guess they have you know drive up testing over there and he comes up positive for COVID well that's it can't get back to the Northern Ireland and he's got nowhere to stay. So he had to stay in a truck for like three days. So he's got no access to anything. And so they bounced him around. They had no, nowhere for this guy to go, nothing for him to do. So, but eventually, you know, the, the big wigs that got on social media and the big wigs and the government got together and they scored him away. And I guess he finally, he got home and he's okay now, but you know, what do you do? You get sick, you get the COVID, you get sick over the road. How do you get home? You know, what do you do? You know, what is it you need to do to get home? That's something we all need to think about. Something like, if not that, then something else. So, anyway, that's all I got for this week. Uh, I don't know. It's been a rough week. It's been a weird week. I leave out tomorrow for Florida. I'm back on my bed. This crazy season is over with holidays. So it's going to be Chicago, Florida, Chicago, Phoenix, and then back. So that's my around 5,900 miles. Uh, I'm glad to be getting back on it. I like going down to Florida, and I like going down to Phoenix. It's a nice run. Uh, stay out of trouble, and uh, hopefully we won't have any more attempted coups in America because uh, I don't like that. I think that's not cool, and I think those people are crazy, and I hope they figure it out. And I think they're some of them are finding out that now they are on the no-fly list, so... That's going to be exciting for them. Have fun getting home. Oh, God, I hope they're not on the road. I don't want to deal with those people. All right, that's all I got. All right, and uh, stay out of trouble. Stay healthy. All right, I'll talk to you next week. And maybe next week I'll have something nice to report about. Maybe. I doubt it, but we'll have to take it where we can, right? All right, talk to you all later. Oh, I uh, almost forgot. 
over in India, where the show is released. We are number 16th ranked. We are the 16th ranked most popular podcast by Chartable. Uh, whether that's actually true or not, I don't know. I'll take it. I think it's kind of funny. So we are the 16th highest ranked podcast in India by Chartable. That's what Chartable says. So I don't know. We'll take it. All right. And we are the number one trekking podcast in India. Hey, I'll take it where I can get it. All right. Talk to you later. <laughs>